In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? This week we've been talking, in some sense, about fear. We talked about how we should not have worry and anxiety and fear, and we've also discussed the idea that we should not fear conflict because it's part of God's gift to us in order to show resolution. Today, I want to talk about forgiveness. As it relates to our personal conflicts and relational conflicts, we know that the Bible teaches that we ought to forgive. A lot of times, though, we don't really understand or comprehend the depth of what forgiveness is. Well, let me explain in a nutshell what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not holding one accountable to their wrong against us, not holding them to public shame, not holding them to have to pay for or answer for what they've done. That's what forgiveness is. It's letting the offense go and loving the offender in a sense. So in doing so, then when someone comes along and they hurt our feelings, then we forgive them. When they come along in a couple of days and hurt our feelings again, forgiveness would say, huh, this is the first offense. That's what forgiveness is. We don't hold a record of wrongs. We let them go. Now, this is very much counterintuitive to the human nature. As people, as fallen people, We have a tendency to want to take personally everything, and we also have a tendency to want to continue to hold a grudge. But the gospel empowers us to forgive, and here's why. Because we have offended God infinitely more than we could ever be offended. And so if God, in the killing of Jesus Christ, his son, is satisfied with his own justice and righteousness on our behalf— and has forgiven us so much, then we in turn must also then forgive each other. The problem is, is that it's difficult to do so. Well, friends, let me tell you this. First, when we have opportunity to forgive, then we are learning to forgive. We do so by reading the scripture and growing in grace, growing in our knowledge of the truth, growing in our knowledge of Christ. And as we grow, we learn to experience life differently from the perspective of the renewing of our mind through the learning of Scripture. Of course, this work is done divinely through the natural reading of Scripture. It's done divinely through the Holy Spirit. As we read naturally and study and learn naturally, that means with words that we understand, with our ears as they function, with our minds as they think, the Holy Spirit divinely works in, not just to teach us facts about things, but to invest in us the outward expression and the inward working of his divine power, which is all we need for life and godliness, according to Peter. So when it comes to forgiveness, one of the main ways in which we continue to press into this and practice this is that we remember continually and we are reminded continually through the hearing of Scripture about the grace of God given to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that when we have the opportunity to forgive, we should not have fear of wondering if we're able, but we rest in the sufficiency of God's forgiveness on our behalf. So then, in turn, we say, wow, God is satisfied, so so am I. 
Now, relationally, sometimes certain things can cause more trouble than it seems to be worth. But in the end, because we are in Christ, our desire to reconcile is something that should be considered. Do we desire to have reconciliation? Have we put forth an effort and someone rejected this effort? Well, we've done all that we can. So as we think about these things, we need to remember that we should not fear the opportunity to forgive. A lot of times we are scared that forgiveness will be mocked or that it won't be possible. Friends, we know that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, and if so, then we know the gospel is the power of God unto forgiveness. (laughs) We can do what we've been called to do because God will empower us to do it. By the same power that saves us, the same power that will save those around us, the same power that will save and heal those relationships when necessary.